Welcome back to the RV Texas Y'all podcast. I'm Stacy, And I'm Tom, and we're RV Texas Y'all. We are native Texans and full-time RVers who are all about exploring the great state of Texas and beyond one campground at a time. We're on a mission to experience life and not just live it, and we're bringing you along for the fun. Recording this episode in freedom. And as the glass is half full, this is lucky episode 13. <laughs> and this week, we are talking about something we have strived to do, strove, strived, <laughs> worked on doing for more than a decade living a healthier life. So sit back, relax, and join us as we RV America, y'all. So last week we talked about embracing change and one of the big changes that we're always looking to make is to live a healthier life. So this week we're talking about what we're doing to become healthier and how RVing plays a role in that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a big reason why we got into RVing in the first place is to try to be healthier. Yeah, people, it, mind, body, and soul. That's the way I see it. And, and of, of course, in the RVing lifestyle, I mean, you're free. So embrace that, and that freedom, to me, clears your mind, and less stress. Hey, stress, couldn't we all use less of that? (laughs) That, That's for sure. We are not by any stretch of the imagination saying that RVing is completely stress-free. Nope. It is not. In fact, sometimes it can be pretty stressful. Yep. Uh, You know, things happen on the road, emergencies happen, unexpected things pop up and get in your way. And we talked all about change again last week. And that can be a stressful thing. But we all, just like in Sticks and Bricks life, we all have to work on finding a little less stress. And for us, even as part-time RVers way back in the day, being able, and even as tent campers, being able just to take a few days and get away from that everyday routine and away from all those things that were stressing us out and sit by a campfire. Oh, my gosh. If anybody, if you've never sat by a campfire and watched, just sat there and watched it burn out, you could, I mean, you can just relax. I mean, Probably close to yoga when people are into yoga and stuff. <laughs> uh, I can just just really zone it. Just watching the coals die down is is phenomenal. It is pretty relaxing. And over the years, we have spent many hours just doing that. We enjoy the campfire and then just sit there, continue to just have a conversation. Maybe just sit quietly and listen to the birds at night, the owls and oh, things yeah. like that. Uh, just really really tough to be and don't stress out about the clothes smelling like smoke (laughs) (laughs) it's part of the experience it's part of the experience (laughs) that's why we got a washer and dryer now in the new rv (laughs) but no really it's 
you know, there's nothing like it, being able to just sit out in nature and, like Stacy said, just hear the birds and, and, and the different animals. And I tell you what, in a, in a state or national park, sometimes it gets so dark and you're sitting out and the only light might be the fire or the campfire. And you can let your mind just imagine what you're really hearing. Some, sometimes it could be a little scary. It, but yeah, yeah. You don't know necessarily what's beyond that uh, circle of light caused by your campfire. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's really cool. Yeah. It is. And, you know, there are so many good things, I think. You know, I remember years ago, Texas Parks and Wildlife uh, was using a hashtag, life is better outside. And isn't that the truth? I mean, I mean, how about the fresh air? I mean, you get away from the big cities and stuff and just the air is much cleaner. You know, that is definitely healthier. You know, uh, you know, I, <laughs> here we go again. If you've followed us very long, that that's something that well, Stacy and I always say. Um, you know, you we know, have that verbal pause. Yes, but it, it really is, you know, good to be out of nature and breathe fresh air. And, you know, all of that is good, good for the body. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we, there we go again. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm going to be thinking about that. Sorry. And so are you. Um, But we're not, we don't know what we're doing when we're watching birds. We are not uh, educated bird watchers. No. But I love sitting out there and listening to all the calls, and especially during the migration times of the spring and the fall. So many birds travel through the country and you get an opportunity just to watch those little guys or sometimes big guys do what they do to me that takes me to a whole different area oh it does it does embrace nature i mean i think we do and um it's at a different level we can really focus in on it and and i mean i I think that's healthy. You know? I think so, too. And I think you don't have to be, if you want to spend a lot of time really diving into a topic and become, say, a master naturalist like our friend Tom uh, Shaughnessy mm-hmm. or, um, you know, really getting into bird watching like our friends uh, Laurel and Eric um, and really know what you're looking at, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but if you are like us and you don't necessarily know a ton about it, it can still be really enjoyable uh, and take your mind away from all of those everyday pressures and stresses that you have. Yeah, I agree. And and uh, this lifestyle to us is a lot less stressful, even though, I mean, we've seen to many would think we've had a stressful year, you know, obviously, but not really. It still, to me, does not compare to the day-to-day grind uh, when we had our business And we were just working 10 to 12 hours a day and, you know, worried about deadlines. You know, we don't have many deadlines anymore. You know, who who the heck wants a deadline? And that's, you know, that's one thing we always caution folks that are just getting into maybe extended RV travel. It's one thing if you only have a certain period of time say a couple of weeks or a week and you need to you want to take your vacation and you have these things that you want to make sure that you hit and there may be a little bit distance from your house you have to stay on a schedule then if you want to make all that happen if you're taking an extended trip or you are going to be a full-time RVer you don't necessarily have to live on that schedule you can be a little bit more relaxed now I think these days you do have to do a little bit more planning uh, because there are so many people traveling 
Um, that's not all necessarily a bad thing, and that can be really enjoyable, and we're going to talk about that in a future episode. But you don't have to feel like you have to hit everything in a certain period of time. Right, and I, and I think as we're seeing uh, these days that mental health is becoming such a major part of, of health care now, and for us, I really believe being out of nature and everything helps you mentally, you know, oh, dramatically. Absolutely. It, I think there's actually, I think I actually read a study somewhere that, that they've actually talked about that, how spending time in nature uh, can improve your mental well-being for a lot of folks. And I know it does for me. Yep, it does it for me, too. And even if we're not able to get out, even if we're somewhere where we're not spending time necessarily in nature, uh, getting the opportunity to exercise our brains by going to new places and doing new things and visiting museums. You know, oh my gosh, y'all, one thing we have discovered during this journey is how fantastic the small community museums can be. Yeah, and that's exercising our brain. You know, when our day-to-day life before, you're constantly hitting your brain with the exact same stuff. But in our lifestyle, our brain, we're learning new stuff all the time. So that's got to help you too, you know? Oh, I completely agree. You know, I I personally have had my share, more than my fair share of concussions over the years. And that's one thing that kind of is always a fear for me is as I get older, what's going to happen to my ability to concentrate and to process and everything and so I try to be very very proactive on keeping my brain active and and learning something new every day and exercising that muscle <laughs> that's up in your head yeah, I'm for and, and so uh, you know when we visit these different locations and we're getting to learn about the local customs and the people that have been there and the histories and it's just fascinating to me, and I feel like it's also good for me to have that constantly constantly intaking new information. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, you know, another thing that we do is, and we thought we'd do more of it, really, and we got to get better at it. But when we went full-time, we thought, okay, we're going to naturally exercise more because we're going to be hiking more, biking, kayaking, and Yes, that is true. I mean, but we still have to work at it. Absolutely. It doesn't just happen. You're right. And that was a surprise for me. I really expected because when we were part-time RVers and we'd be gone for a weekend, uh, you know, we'd go out to a state park and a lot of what we would do would be hiking and exploring the area and maybe renting a kayak. And and as full-time RVers, you might start out that way. Um, but a lot of folks who are on extended travel start out just go, 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 living like you're on this constant vacation. And after a while, you realize that, no, you're really not. It's just this is a different day. You don't have to do as much in such a short period of time. So it's real easy to just kind of fall into a routine of not being as active, just like you were in your sticks and bricks house. Yeah, I, I have noticed that. You know, it's just I think... And it's kind of, and this is a little bit off topic, like we're winging it or something. <laughs> but when I, I remember when we were part-timers and we, we'd go for three or four days. And right when we'd get to that campground, we set everything up that we got in the campsite and all of our cooking stuff. Oh, yeah. and, and it is. We went 
90 to nothing to get the hiking in, the biking in, the cooking, everything. And we stayed active the entire time. And now I think about that and I look at these folks when we're at places and I'm like, wow, that used to be us. Yeah. But you know what? I kind of miss that. Oh, I do too. And I think that's one thing that, you know, we want to work on going forward is kind of getting back into some of that. Um, You know, for us, we get now pulled into always filming our videos and recording our podcasts and working on our website and doing all of our social media and, you know, all of that, a lot of that stuff, uh, we spend sitting in the RV, right. uh, working, you know, editing and, and that type of thing and writing. And and we need to be more proactive right. uh, like we were back in those days and get out and explore and hike because we love, we want to go places that we want to experience. That's kind of our goal is to go to places and park the RV in places and stay in places where we want to be exploring. We want to be outside. We want to be hiking or we want to be even going into town and exploring the community museums, um, doing active things, not just sitting in the RV. Right. And I think, um, excuse me, I, I think some of this we've kind of been derailed at, at certain times with the new RV and then putting on the lithium and solar and 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 then getting the RV fixed um, from from the accident. Um, I think these things derail us, but we can't use them as an excuse. You know, we've just, uh, when we're at NIRVC, we have walked a lot more. Yes, you know, we we're, have. We're taking Star out a lot more. We're walking around the building and stuff. We even went to a... Oh, there is uh, a great county park. Uh, it's a Gwinnett County Park, just a few minutes from National Indoor RV Center's in Atlanta. Well, actually, they're in Lawrenceville, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, If you are ever here getting work done and you're looking to stretch your legs, you can go to Rabbit Hill Park, which is literally five minutes from uh, the dealership, and they have fantastic walking trails. They're paved. It's beautiful, very clean, good restrooms. We have really enjoyed being close to that. Yeah, and so I feel like we're starting to get back into the routine um, and we just got to continue because Absolutely. there's nothing like keeping yourself active, getting the bikes down, uh, you know, riding the bikes more. Um, and, uh, and we- I, th- I think that's an important point. You know, you don't have to spend a lot of money to live a healthier life. No, no matter if you're in no. a sticks and bricks house or as an RVer or whatever your lifestyle is, when we first started out, uh, years ago, when we were still part-time RVers, we had invested in some really nice mountain bikes. And we brought those along with us on the road. And what we learned is that life on the road can be very, very hard on things like bicycles because you're dealing with different weather and yep. they're always outside. And we were spending a lot of money every year having maintenance done on those bikes. So... Uh, uh, last year, I think it was, we got rid of those bikes and we replaced them with very inexpensive, very basic, uh, single gear, pedal backwards to break old school cruiser bikes, basically, like you might see on a beach. And those have been great for us. And we have actually ridden more than we did with the better bikes. Yes. And we got a new bike rack that's a lot easier to get the bikes off of. So we have made it easier 
We have done more, but I still say we need to do even more. Oh, there's no doubt. You know, but also our issue with that is when we're bike riding, we're not taking Star along. Right, and Star so, is our dog, yep. and she loves to get it out and stretch her legs as well. And part of what we love about RVing is that she and our cat Astro can travel with us. And and uh, we'll talk more about that in a future podcast episode, right. Traveling with Pets. But, yeah, that is part of the problem with bike riding is we can't take take star along some folks can do that they're very good about riding their bike and having the dog uh run next to them we are not those people no (laughs) but also i think in this lifestyle and everybody asking everybody wonders can you eat healthy on the road oh my gosh yes that is okay so eating healthy is something that we have been working on it's been an ongoing process for us for close to 20 years now. Yeah. Um, that's something that we're always looking to learn more about. Um, we really started to focus on that many, many years ago. And we try to, some of the things we do is we try to avoid processed food right. as much as possible. Uh, we try to uh, shop at farmer's markets as much as possible. And I'm here to tell you, there are some fantastic farmer's markets across the country. For sure. Oh, my gosh. We went to one in Des Moines, Iowa. Holy cow. Uh, That was incredible. And we bought way too much. Um, (laughs) But, you know, one of the reasons why, again, that Stacey and I bought this particular RV, now Freedom, is for the big refrigerator. We wanted to get a big residential refrigerator because, guys, I'll tell you what. When we go shopping, our refrigerator is packed with so many vegetables, you can hardly see anything else in our refrigerator, which is another problem because when you cover (laughs) everything up, you don't remember it's in there. But we are huge on buying fresh vegetables, eating fresh vegetables. Um, You would think that we were vegetarians. Yeah, in the grocery store, they laugh at it when the checkers... Of course, it's almost a nightmare for a checker because everything is <laughs> by the coach because our whole basket looks like it came out of the produce department. But then, hey, for sure, guys, you move all that produce, we have some meat and hamburger and <laughs> chicken and pork under there. We we do eat our proteins. But, yes, we do. But we eat lean proteins, and we or trying not to eat as much of those proteins. Right. So we try to shop the perimeter, or we try to shop first at farmer's markets. Yep. Like we said, we found a really good one downtown Des Moines, Iowa during the summer. Raleigh, North Carolina had a fantastic farmer's yeah, market sure. that they have every We're day. We're still eating some of those meats and stuff yes. that we got from there. Uh, there's some great ones across Texas. Bastrop had a really nice one that we went to when we yeah. were there. Um, so, and our home one was Fulcher, Texas, which yes. we went to every week back when we had our sticks and bricks house. We love, love, love a good farmer's market. When we can't find a farmer's market, uh, or there's not one really close to us, we, we shop at the grocery stores. We try to shop the perimeter of right. the grocery store, meaning the produce, uh, the dairy, the, the meats. Meat. Right. Things like that. Um, and when we do eat something that, when we do buy something that's canned or boxed, uh, we are big label readers. That's for sure. And another thing we've done, too, that is healthier, is like our bacons that we buy, we try to buy the unprocessed bacon. Yes. Um, not just smoked, but not processed. 
So we don't want chemicals. That's Absolutely. That's big thing we try to avoid yes. um, with our nutrition. Um, what we have found during travels is that not all grocery stores are created equal. Yeah. Depending on where you are in the country, you're going to find different produce and different meats and different brands, um, often stuff that you're not familiar with. You might also not find as much of a variety as you're used to, and you kind of have to adjust uh, how you're cooking related to that. Well, you know, and also as we're out on the road, we're meeting more people that are thinking healthier as well. Yes. And, and you know, we see their dietary needs and what they're doing. One of our good friends is um, gluten-free. Yes. So it's kind of weird because... Now, I find myself not wanting to eat potatoes as much, <laughs> you know, or, or you know, breads as much because the breads have all the flour and everything in it, and that gluten is tough on you. Right, and potatoes was from someone else we met. That's right. Potatoes who, was who from cut, somebody cut else. cut back on their starches, and it makes you think when you have these conversations with people, you think about things that maybe you didn't think about before. Which, yeah. whether you choose to take that path or not, that's up to you, but at least it kind of broadens your imagination. And I don't think you have to take the whole path, but you know what? If it modifies your path a little bit, like we we do a little less gluten or a little less starch, you know, I think it's good for us. You know, too much of anything is not a good thing. Right. I agree. Except for too much fun, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much adventure? Well, I guess it depends on what you're doing. What, what, what do you define that as? But, <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to expand our minds, keep our minds active, reduce our stress, eat healthy, and live a more active lifestyle. And that really, in the nutshell, is our take on living a healthier life. So, we talked about all those things, but you know, one thing we didn't mention is imagination and <laughs> <laughs> just taking the time to kind of live like a kid every so often. That's and, for sure. You know, what's wrong with that, right? Don't care, Matt, how, doesn't matter how old you get. It's always good to have that time. And what better place to stretch your imagination and kind of relive some of those childhood memories, plus get some exercise, than Walt Disney World in <laughs> Florida? <laughs> so, yeah, we were there recently, and we stayed at Fort Wilderness Resort, which is the campground there on property. And my gosh, guys, while we were there, we averaged more than 16,000 steps per day. We actually got out on the bikes, too, because Fort Wilderness is such a big place. We rode all around and got to experience a few more things that the campground had to offer. Yes, so, so much to talk about there. So, Join us next week when we talk about our recent stay at one of our bucket list destinations, oh, which sure. will also be a future podcast, yes. <laughs> Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for joining us, y'all. For more on what we talked about this week and to find other episodes, visit the podcast page of rvtexasyall.com. Subscribe to the RV Texas Y'all podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app. 
And don't forget to join us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RV Texas, y'all. Until next time, safe travels. And happy camping. Bye. Thank you.